Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Carpenter. You've seen our videos on social media, from convocation teasers to heartfelt interviews and exciting event recaps. Well, today, we're sitting down with the man behind the camera. Max Hauser, welcome to the podcast. Hey, it's an honor to be here. Thanks so much for having me, you guys. This is really neat. Absolutely. Absolutely. In getting started, what did you tell us about yourself? Yeah, so uh, I graduated from University of Wisconsin Oshkosh, and as an undergrad there, I didn't think I was going to join a fraternity, and then, you know, started getting involved more and had a bunch of friends that were going over to the house, and eventually I got sucked in, you know, like we all do, uh, and just kind of kept coming around until I stopped having fun. And throughout it, I was able to find a whole bunch of different experiences and things, and and I was able to find like a brotherhood that really connected with me, and I had a lot of other people there that was doing film at the time. And they were kind of joining with me. And those are still a lot of the same people I work with today. Uh, so after I graduated from University of Wisconsin Oshkosh, I started my own film company. And it's called Liminal Vision Films. And we've been working on documentaries, commercials, short films, and then the odd, you know, brand films, freelance stuff like that uh, for, I don't know, since probably 2015. Uh, so it's been, been going really well, and it's been kind of cool to travel and meet like interesting people and learn more about the world around me, I guess. I think your background's a great segue into our next question for you, Max. Uh, so our listeners are probably pulling up our Instagram. They're looking for your videos. Uh, what are some of the videos you've done for Sigma Pi? Oh, man, there's so many of them now at this point. I, when you start out, you're kind of like doing a few at a time. And now when I go and look back at them, it's just like this long catalog over the last couple of years of videos that we've been able to put together from events, you know, all over the nation. And uh, it's been really cool uh, as like an unofficial herald to kind of like be in these houses and to be at these events and be able to ask deeper, you know, questions that maybe I wouldn't have thought about as an undergrad uh, and kind of get to be closer to my brotherhood. Uh, and... Through those videos, a lot of them have been like the recruitment videos. So I put each of those out every year. We've done a lot of the golf classics. We've um, gone out to the Nike campus and filmed with some of the alumni out there and things. So, um, yeah, it's we've done Convocation. We've done, I oh mean, it's so hard to even like think of all of them at this point. Uh, but if, there's a good chance that if you're watching a video on CMPI stuff that somehow I was involved in it. Well, and that begs the question. What's next in the pipeline for the fraternity? Ooh, I mean, it's uh, what I've found really interesting is that uh, it's, it's been growing in a really progressive and interesting way. Uh, so uh, a lot of the stuff we've been working on is a lot to do with like mental health campaigns and things like that. So uh, I've been really enjoying the work that we've been doing with the Bonds of Brotherhood program. So we've got some videos coming out about that soon, uh, as well as some videos teasing, you know, the next convocation. So we'll be going down to Indianapolis and kind of traveling around down there and seeing what could be really cool to get, you know, brothers in, involved in that event and get people excited about, uh, you know, kind of coming to that. So I'm really excited to go down there and, and uh, be able to meet with everyone again and kind of film this really cool city and uh, tease it for everyone else that wants to come out. Very nice. Very nice. 
outside of your work with Sigma Pi, what are some other projects you've worked on? Yeah. Oh man. It's uh it's always a whirlwind. So I feel like uh like that what's the meme with like where everything's on fire all the time? Uh but uh so I I work on, like I said, a lot of documentary work. So the last couple of years I've been doing a documentary following a rock artist uh, around named Brett Newski and kind of telling the story of how you can, you know, make a living as an artist and do it in a really um outside the box fashion. Um so we've been following him around for a couple of years and that film is had some big artists attached to it so there's like some stuff from like violent femmes and some other bands that are in there uh but then outside of that there's been a lot of short films and uh, a lot of commercial work so i've done work for gm and cisco systems and that's kind of the the gist of it is a lot of different documentaries and then you know odd branding things so i work with a different independent seed company and we're kind of traveling around and kind of showing how they're doing regenerative agriculture and things like that so I don't know. My hands are in a little bit of everything, it feels like. Uh, but coming up, we've actually got uh, a feature narrative film. So like with actors and the whole nine yards uh, that we've been trying to get off the ground for the last year. Uh, we've been doing a lot of the pre-production on it and we did like a short film. And hopefully that short film now is going to roll into us, you know, seeking funding. So we're putting together our financial pitches and our production pitches and getting all of our ducks in the row and finding out where we're going to shoot this thing and take advantage of different tax incentives of different states and stuff. So it's been quite crazy, but uh, I don't know. I feel really fortunate that this has been my full-time job. I don't think a lot of people get to just do film full-time, uh, especially not independently like I do. And uh, I'm really grateful for that. And I think a lot of that was really taught to me through the different values that I learned in Sigma Pi. Um, you know, to want to diffuse culture, to want to get out there and meet people and, uh, you know, just learn more about your community and the world around you. And I've been really able to do that through a lot of the documentary work that they do. Max, you sound like a busy guy. These projects all sound super cool, especially the rock documentary. I'll have to check that out myself. Uh, but that all is, again, a good segue into this next question. Uh, the work you've done for us has been incredible. And working with such large groups of chapters, I'm sure you've learned something, you know, about that quality control. Uh, so do you have any best practices on how to ensure that, that you are producing quality content? Uh, well, one thing that I try to really do is, and I've learned this only as I've gotten better over the years, is to kind of be present. And what I mean by that is like, you know, when you're at an event, like like something like Convocation, all these things, there's people running around and doing all these different things. You know, like, what do you film? Do you film a sign? Do you film guys shaking hands? Like, what is going to tell that story? Uh, so that being present, I've been able to like stop and just kind of look around and be like, what is really important happening right now? Like who is meeting who? And you know, what is something that people are going to look back on and, you know, in 30, 40, 50 years and be like, Oh wow. Like that event was really amazing. Or wow, these guys were really making a difference at that time. Um, so that's an approach, but also just, uh, you know, trying to take a step back and, not worry so much about the style and all these other things and just like i guess cover um you know what's what's happening in front of me and document it for future years and then i have to kind of figure out how to make it all snappy and cool in the edit later but um yeah i, I like to make sure that when i'm there I'm, I'm interviewing people so i try to pull people aside and i don't like to get those really like stiff talking head interviews where it's like being clearly fed to them i want to really talk to brothers you know I have a really awesome opportunity to go and meet brothers all over the nation and get to know them 
and I get to know them on this like one-to-one personal fashion, just like you and I are doing right now. So I, 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 take, I can really take that seriously. So I try to ask them like serious questions and try to ask them more heartfelt things, things that probably people haven't asked them before. And in that, we kind of learn a lot more about the fraternity and about what it represents and what it means to people. Then they put people first get interviewed. They just like want to go, oh, yeah, it's great. You know, I, I enjoyed my joining the guys, but I want to know like why people joined. You know, like why did this make such an impact on you that, you know, as an alumni who's maybe 40 or 50 years old now, that you're coming back to these events still. You know, I don't think a lot of people when they're an undergrad think about how it's going to translate to them as an alumni or what they can give back as an alumni because they go, oh, you know, I don't have money. I don't have these things. But I hope that through my videos, I can show that, uh, you know, your time, your resources, those kinds of things can help be given back. And then you can really help build this thing for future generations. And I see it as, you know, I don't have the financial means to give back a lot myself, but uh, what I do have is a lot of cameras and I have these, you know, skills, I guess. Uh, so that's, I guess, how I try to give back. And I've seen the fraternity grow since I've been doing that. And that's been really cool to see because then there's a lot of these undergrad kids that are going to have the experience that I had, but almost even better. And, uh, you know, I'm really thankful for my time as undergrad with the fraternity. So, um, yeah, I just am, I'm trying to give back as much as I can. And uh, I guess uh, it creates interesting videos throughout the process as like a side product, I guess. Um, yeah, Max, I've seen plenty of your work, man. And just in hearing how you gauge quality, I see that reflected in the work that I've viewed. So uh, it's definitely coming across. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a fun thing. These guys, they're, they're if I'm at an event, it's probably something pretty dang fun. So there's probably golfing happen. There's probably guys meeting each other that haven't seen each other in decades. There's probably, there's going to be like a 90-year-old guy that's meeting an undergrad who's like 19. And to have them have a conversation and come together is something you don't see just like in the everyday world usually. So I'm, I feel really fortunate to be able to be there and to kind of capture those things and kind of... I don't know, muster up that FOMO that people are like, oh man, I missed that. That seemed like it was a really cool event. I got to get my buddies and I got to go to the next one. Because as you get older, like, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with this. We, we start to fall off from our friends and our brothers. And, you know, they'll always be brothers and they'll always be friends and they'll always be there if we reach out to them. But you don't get to talk to them as regularly. And you get, you know, caught up in family life and work and things. It just gets faster as you get older. Uh, and then we all get slower. So uh, to be able to maybe inspire someone to want to come back, to want to reach out to that friend that they haven't seen in a while. Uh, it's something that I think is really important. And it's been cool for me traveling everywhere because as I go and visit other chapter houses, I get to kind of meet the brothers that I graduated with that have moved to different states. And I go, hey, man, you know, I'm in Texas. What are you doing? You know, and then I get to go see that guy. And that's been really amazing for me, uh, which was hard during the pandemic when it all stopped. And I was like, oh, I'm so used to seeing everybody all the time now. Uh, but... You know, coming out of it now, it's it's been really fun to get back into it and to be able to create these, you know, quality videos that capture that as best as I can. And, you know, I always think that, like, if it's a fun event, then I'm going to try to have a lot of fun. And I think that it just, like, naturally translates to camera. So I don't know how much of it is, like, necessarily my skill and how much of it is just, like, it's a really cool event with great people, usually. Well, I'll say that you and your team create the content that does inspire our brotherhood, and I know I appreciate that. Yeah, it's been cool to to bring a team. You know, I, I started out when I first did it was as an undergrad. I had filmed a, I think it was like mid-year, and uh, that was really cool 
it was like my first time that I was able to like travel and film. Uh, and that kind of got the bug in me where I was like, oh man, I could take my camera and I could travel places and just do really cool things. And it kind of inspired me from that point forward. And since then, now I've done the documentaries and we filmed in Vietnam and Japan and Belize and Honduras for like all these different projects. And, uh, you know, I may not have gotten that, that bug if I hadn't started out by filming that one event, but to be able then to bring these alumni, like I said, back into the fold that, you know, maybe weren't always there, uh, through my video team has been really great. So I, I bring a lot of the guys like, uh, my, one of the other brothers is Daniel Gardsky. So he comes out with me and films stuff. And, uh, you know, we've, we've had a lot of other people that were Sumapai adjacent. So they were always hanging out at the house and they were friends of the brotherhood and things. So to have them be able to come back and see it in a new light has been really, really cool. Cause I often get them, they come to me and they go, Hey, I didn't realize they were doing this much for, you know, mental health. I didn't realize that they were doing this much actual fundraising. I didn't realize the different educational programs that were being put into place. Um, because you don't, you don't see it a lot as an undergrad, especially early on. If now we're a lot more connected with social media and things, but you know, back then you, you just didn't know as much that was happening outside of your house. Uh, so to be able to bring these guys back in and be like, Hey, look at what this national organization is doing has been really cool and uh, a, a great sense of pride for me. You know, I, I take pride in my work and, you know, I want other people to feel proud about what they do. And, you know, when it comes to the brotherhood, it feels just that much more personal. And I think that point is a good transition into this next question. So when you're filming in a, a chapter or an alumni event, what's your goal? Yeah, you know, How do you encompass the brotherhood and show what that, you know, that is behind each group? Yeah, well, I mean, each group is a little different, right? I mean, we're all, we all have like the same values, I think. So everyone, you know, kind of has the same tone. And, and traveling through multiple houses, I've, I've seen, you know, how chapters in the north are like and how they're in the south and the east and west and, you know, of course, everywhere. And uh, you learn that, uh, I've, I've seen that there's um, like, a, like people are very down to earth no matter where you are. Yeah, I think a lot of times the stereotype of fraternities is like these like cheesy, you know, frat guy kind of mentality things. And I don't ever really see that in Sigma Pi, which is cool because I, you don't, you know, you're always like concerned of maybe it's just like my chapter that's really great, but then you don't not, maybe don't want to talk to the other ones. And then you go out and you realize that you are actually a lot more like these other chapters. And I think it's because of the different values we have in place. So seeing that connection, I like to bring that out in the video. I like to make people feel like, when they're watching a video for an event happening across the nation that they can connect and that they can relate to it and that they can go, Holy cow, these guys seem like they would be my best buddies. Or maybe they go, Holy cow, I haven't seen that guy. That is my best buddy, you know? Um, and then they, they reach back out, but I do really try to make sure that, you know, we see that this isn't just guys trying to raise money. This isn't just guys trying to, you know, have a party or something. This is, People that are connected on a deeper level and they're they're there to have deeper conversations, they're there to network more efficiently, they're there to, um, you know, try to make a difference around them, whether it's just with their relationships with their friends or with their community or, you know, a lot of times their family. We see a lot of family come out to these events and to be able to share something that was really important to these guys and these men as they've grown up uh, with family and with friends and things through these golf outings and stuff like that is, has been really cool to see. So I try to just like do my part, document it and hopefully inspire, you know, more people to come out to things. But no, I think that's great. I think all of that is 
again, encompassing what brotherhood is across the country and showing our members how they can recreate that work on, on the home front. Um, which, you know, again, is a, is a great way to talk about my last question for you. You know, what advice would you give to a chapter looking to strengthen their content or improve their video quality? Any suggestions? Your, your video quality, that's something that, you know, is a little more analytical and things. So, I mean, you can watch YouTube videos and things and, and learn. So the, the video quality, I don't think is necessarily as important as the content is. And I think people say it all the time, you know, they go, Hey, you know, it starts with a great story. And when it comes to this brotherhood, I mean, you have a great story and the story spans, you know, over a hundred years now. Uh, so to be tapping into that in the present day is really, neat. uh, so when it comes to making strong content, you know, think about what you're making, you know, what do you want to get across? You know, what does inspire you and try to inject that in a little bit. You know, I really like when I see alumni come back and they meet the younger guys. I think that's really neat. So I film a lot of that and I have those conversations with people and that just tends to create the content itself. I mean, if you just put a camera in front of someone and you make them feel comfortable and you have a genuine conversation with them, you're not just like firing off random questions. Like what's your favorite color, you know, start by just getting to know this person, you know, how are you, you know, tell me, you know, why, why are you here? Like what got you involved? And, and really want to get to know what this person's going to say to you. Uh, I think being genuine in your conversations is what leads to really strong uh, interviews, but uh, also leads to just like a really strong documentation of uh, th this time and the things that are around you. You know, I see myself as an unofficial herald in a sense um, because, you know, I'm actually going into these houses across the nation. I'm filming all of these different houses at different time periods and I'm filming all these different events. And, you know, someday this footage will be really valuable to the organization, you know, when they're trying to put together their stuff for, you know, celebrating 200 years, you know, 300 years, if we're still around, you know, that's, that's my hope. So I try to make sure that I'm asking real questions, that I'm really getting to know people, because these people might not be around, you know, and we may be watching videos 100 years from now of these guys, and you want to really know what they were like. And I always come back also to what I was told when I was an undergrad is keep coming around to these stop having fun so try to film the fun stuff film when fun things are happening you know when something's happening that's a fundraising event you know try to go there and see the actual impact that's happening don't just film the signs and film the cool like shiny stuff show the people that are actually being affected by it show the people that are smiling that are having fun that are shaking hands that uh we did one for uh, a golf outing where we we're raising funds for a, a, a charity for someone whose daughter had passed away and a large amount of that was like he didn't realize how much of a role that his daughter had played in the fraternity and how much the fraternity um, meant to her. And now throughout her passing, he's been able to kind of see all these brothers come out. And he's been able to learn more about his daughter, you know, from her passing than he did when she was alive, which is a really heavy thing to think about. Uh, but it really, really stuck with me. And I was like, wow, you know, this brotherhood can really reach to people that may have had no idea and that gratitude that comes from it um, just feels really great and to be able to tell that story and preserve that in time uh, for other future generations to see and to be inspired by and want to make a difference is, is really cool to me. You know, I didn't want to just film a fraternity and be like, here's the cool party. You know, I, I wanted to show the other side of it to show the things that people don't talk about because that's what really meant a lot to me. You know, as an undergrad, I, really appreciate being able to go to the house and sit down with a brother when something goes really hard 
And I mean, I had a lot of stuff going on as undergrad. I had, you know, my, my mother's health was not so great with different cancer diagnosis. And, um, you know, I was low on money and I was trying to pay my way through college and, you know, obviously like relationship troubles and things. And it was really great to be able to sit down and just sort through it all with somebody who just like was your age and understood you. And I didn't have to go into like a stiff room and talk to someone like I just had it right there. And uh, so that kind of stuff really means a lot to me um, to kind of show the things that were helpful to me that people don't get in their everyday thoughts about a fraternity. Um, So think about that when you're approaching your content and think, you know, what is something that I could tell that hasn't been told before? Or how can I tell this in a more genuine and more honest way that I think people will respect when they see that content? You know, if you make real content, people recognize it right away and they know that you're not phoning something in and being fake and trying to sell them something. You're not trying to sell something. You're trying to make them want to be included. And, uh, that's really what I do with the different events videos is I'm not trying to sell people. I'm not trying to say, Hey, you know, come here, give us your money or something. I'm saying, look at this really awesome event. You should come down and you should come have fun. And you know, what do you got to lose? Max, that was a beautiful sentiment, man. And I know that our brothers across the country will resonate with your message. And I appreciate your time today and then all you've shared with us. Yeah, man. Thanks so much. I mean, this is, this is really neat. Um, and a cool kind of break from the chaotic work that I was just doing. So it's nice to kind of stop and talk to a human and unplug from the computer for a minute. But yeah, if anyone's out there and they're listening and they want to know more about film or if they want to know more about video or just media production in general, uh, you know, my, my email is the easiest way to reach me. Otherwise, uh, my Instagram is out there under liminal vision films. Uh, so yeah, always feel free to reach out. Uh, I'm happy to help any questions or if you know people have any any anything that they need help with, I'm, I'm happy to help. And if anyone out there has a great <laughs> background in finance or uh, in film funding or wants to get involved in the arts, uh, I'm also a great person to reach out to because we're we're making a movie and it's a bunch of Sam Pies making it, so uh, it's really exciting. Awesome, and that'll wrap up today's discussion. Be on the lookout for more videos coming to our social platforms from Max. And thank you, Max, for joining us on today's episode of the Owl Talk podcast. No, it's been an honor. For everyone listening, make sure to hit subscribe and please leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. And as always, I believe. <laughs>